Monday Night Fever with Hamish and Jack. Monday Night Fever. Just turn up your mind, relax and look down the street. It's Monday Night Fever. We'll eat it you, baby. Hello and welcome to another Monday Night Fever. Thank you. And I should mention here tonight, we have the uh, the other Hughes brother joining us, the better looking brother. Uh, he's come to take Jack's position on West, uh, on West Underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, give it up for Tom. Thanks, Hamish. Thanks, guys. I tell you what, I am better looking. I'm probably more talented. <laughs> Jack's got more hair, but look, when he gets to my age... <laughs> I think that'll be creeping back in. What do you think? Quite possibly. But yeah, welcome to the show, Tom, for uh, for the listeners. If you think Tom and I sound the same, then uh, go screw yourselves, you big racists. Right? Yeah. But it's good to have you here, Tom. It's nice to do this with you. I feel like all the phone conversations we have, the one every two weeks, that seems to last hours. It's good to actually do this for a podcast. So yeah. welcome and thank you. Thank you for joining us, man. Thanks so much, guys. Me and Jack have a, a very uh, unique bond uh, where we we um, like we need each other basically. So now that I'm in Canberra, like it's good to get on and basically take the piss out of him on the podcast rather than on the phone. Yeah, just to have a look at me with listeners. Yeah, yeah exactly. Maybe get some backup from Hamish. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I practiced my line there before we joined tonight. I was Jack was like, That's I really want to cool, eat and I was like, huh? It was really good. It oh, was thank smooth, you, man. It was smooth. Yeah, it was effortless. Yeah. For, uh, for everybody, I know this is an audio episode. So Hamish has had the old COVID 19. Uh, and I'm not saying he looks like a big bag of shite, but that would be the closest. Oh, man. Well, it's... <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I, I didn't expect to come on here tonight and I was uh, and to look gorgeous because uh, I know it's just audio. So, and uh, also, I've still got the COVID. It hasn't gone. I did one of those rapid tests this morning. And, mm. like, you know, when you just put the dropper on there, yeah, it, it, it went to positive, like, in a instantly. And I, was yeah. like, I was like, oh, fuck. It's like like, super positive. It's double positive. <laughs> it's double yeah, positive. Yeah. It's not it's the... positive. It's a fucking negative. It's too yeah. positive. Yeah. It's like, oh, Ooh, you're in trouble. Yeah. I like the idea that you like dropped it on and you're like, don't you want to wait 15 <laughs> minutes? Won't yeah. you pick up on? I think yeah. I think to be fair though, I think the COVID is helping give him that extra little bit of gravitas, you know, that that sexiness to his Ooh, voice is definitely there, isn't it? Ah, uh, uh, like, I've, I've like Tom Waits. <laughs> Tom Waits. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like uh um what's his name matthew mcconaughey except i'm in dallas bias club at the, the, you know yeah that's that's what you <laughs> yeah, as well. feel like today if i put on my cowboy hat i feel like yeah. that's, that's that's what i'm representing i this, wish I, this episode was recorded the week before hamish died 
COVID nineteen. You do look like it could be the end. You look like you need a bit of sunshine and potentially a cheeseburger. That's exactly what you look like. You need. Well, I always look like I need a bit of sunlight. Like that's no different. That's my everyday get up, isn't it? You know. Mm. I, I was telling you know, Jack the other day we were going to a comedy gig, uh, Tom, and I was wearing a hat in the car, and Jack's like, "Why are you wearing a hat in the car?" And take myself in the moonburn, Jack. <laughs> He looks like uh, he looks like the Undertaker when he wears his hat. He's that white. Well, you know what? I was listening to um, last week's edition of um, Oh, nice. Night Fever, and um, you were talking about Hamish sort of resembling a sexy vampire. Yeah, hundred percent know what you mean. <laughs> like, I'm not sure who the next Batman's going to be, but it's possible he could be Australian. That's yeah. all. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. About that. He is. He's like he's like our Pat's little brother. Mm. Little little Charlie Patterson. That's what you'd look like. My name's Charlie Patterson. <laughs> oh, oh, Batman. That's what you look like. You tall guy. He's like he's like um he's like the other Hemsworth brother. Yeah, yeah. we we spoke about this before, Hamish, haven't we? How there's you know if if there was another Hemsworth, mm. maybe all the genetics went that way, and then you'd be the other one. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger and twins, but you'd get like. Yeah, I, the I was, height, just the height of the Hemsworth. I was thinking, I feel when I watch you on stage and you've got your leather trousers on and your big mm. pointy boots. It's mm. true. You know what yeah. I mean? At least you've got one denim uh, shirt. You bought. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least mm, yeah. well, you've got me anyway. That's the main got thing. You kid, you've I? got me. You've got me. <laughs> it's this has been it's been quite a funny week this week. So like for the listeners. As you probably know, Hamish and I are in contact quite a bit. And no, I get it. He's replaced me. It's cool. Yeah. I think he's replacing Abby at this rate. But uh, literally, like, so as, as you know from the last couple of weeks, with Jack and his, the chronicles of Jack and his back, like, I've been in such dire pain. And it's like, I take some happy pills, I take some sleeping pills, and I wake up in the morning when Hamish calls me. So literally my alarm clock every day for the last week has been Hamish going, good eye, mate. I've got an audio for the podcast. It's like the rock alarm that you were talking about last yeah, week. Yeah, the rock alarm. <laughs> yeah, James Brown. Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Oh. Wake up, you jabroni. But instead it's like, wake up, mate. We've got a podcast. Now, mind you, this is at 11 o'clock. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> daddy got to sleep sometime. <laughs> well, he's, he's probably being up. Till about two o'clock in the morning watching Will and Grace. So the guy's tired, you know what I mean? I've been up Googling my own name and watching videos of me on the internet. That's what I've been doing. Every Probably have to. Yeah. Abby says, Are you watching yourself again? And I go, No, doing research. Trying to see how we can improve it. Yourself. Ugh. Yeah, shut up, Hamish. Shut up. I can't, I can't watch him to be are honest. You, are you okay? You're feeling better though. I feel like we um, sidestepped away from you looking like it's your last week on earth. Talk in, about it me. It, it was in case it was bad news. <laughs> I'm, worried, I'm worried about this guy. <laughs> well, it's all right. We've now got the other guy, the replacement. <laughs> the new one. Yeah, the new one's coming in as I'm going now. Oh, no, I, look, I'm feeling better. It's weird because this whole thing has come in waves. It's like just when I think I'm feeling good again, it's like, nah, gotcha. The other day, though, I was having dreams and I was like literally having like little hallucinations. Like, I think it's when the fever was kicking in and I was waking up from the, the most lucid dreams, like looking mm. around my room going, 
is this happening? And kind of happened to come to a little bit and going, oh, this is, this is bizarre, absolutely bizarre. Like this is, I've never experienced this before in my life. Yeah. And this is the best way to try and work out whether you're hallucinating or not is to count the unicorns. (laughs) 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 Like it gives you a good idea. Yeah. As to how spaced out you are. You know know what was happening though? Sorry, Jack, I just have to tell this because it's too ridiculous, right? Is I was having this hallucination that now because I had COVID, right? I was now attached to this like huge stem of like COVID, right? And like, and I was all of a sudden, I felt like my legs were rooted to the ground. Like I was becoming a tree. Like becoming something like that. So I was looking down at the end of my bed and it started to look like a, like a, like a stump of a tree. And I'm like laying down as my body's been stumped. You know, it was fucking strange. And I had to kind of go, wake up, you know, and shake myself a little bit. But it was absolutely bizarre. This is what happens when you self-medicate with LSD, though, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's going to end up in a <laughs> situation. The worst thing about Hamish is, is sleep, right? Is, so, like, the other week, he, he told me that he had a dream. I think he was falling into water or some something weird, and he woke up and he dislocated his shoulder. So oh, yeah. I think I, I think you should genuinely be in a straight jacket when you go to bed, just to make <laughs> yeah. sure, because yeah. you can't be trusted. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm the same. I'm the same. When I'm in bed, I always get cold feet. Yeah, it's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> an absolute nightmare. Hot water bottles, <laughs> got the electric blanket. I know, like I know how you feel, man. Oh. Like I'm being lit. It's the same. It's the same thing. It is the same thing. (laughs) That's pretty scary. I actually, Mm. I slept like a baby last night, if we're talking about sleep. You're just crying and pooping all night. Yeah, go on. (laughs) Thanks for stealing that punchline, Tom. (laughs) I appreciate it. But Hamish, how many days is it now? How many days into the COVID train are you? Wednesday night, so Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So now I like four, four or five days. Yeah. And it's Monday because we always film this live, everybody, as you all know. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Monday. I've just had a Sunday, ro- I mean, a Monday <laughs> roast dinner. <laughs> oh. well, yeah, hopefully you, you should be, you should be fine. So are you like raring to go when you get out of quarantine? And are you like going to go on? Yeah. What, I'll what's, fight with some what's grannies. The fa- what's the first thing you're going to do when you get out? Look, to be honest, I'm getting pretty comfortable in my little lockdown cave. Like at first it was a bit of a struggle, but now it's like, no, nah, I love this. Everybody has to bring me the food. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like the king of the castle at the moment, to be honest. And plus like, like uh, I was saying to Jack, like maybe, maybe going for a walk or doing something and getting my legs moving. But other than that, like it's a pretty good life I'm living at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like being in my room, but everybody, because I'm the only one in my house with the, with the virus, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I ring a bell at the moment and food appears. Oh, you're a piece of shit, aren't you? Good. You are a piece of shit. Oh. Life we all want. Yeah. <laughs> Grandmother, toast oh. again, please, grandmother. Yeah, so I just ring the little bell and, and suddenly it appears. So I, in that regard, <laughs> I'm quite comfortable. See, this is this is He's what on people the don't lift. talk about. People don't talk about the uplift. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, this deadly virus, it's it's got its up marks. You know what I mean? Has it? <laughs> Has it? You yeah. just need to be careful, though, Hamish. You need to keep those fluids replenished. Mm. Oh, you're probably mm. uh, watching a few of those blue movies at the minute to keep yourself entertained. <laughs> Stay off it. Leave yourself. Give yourself a break, man. Jesus. Yeah. Put the hard drive back under the floorboards and move on. <laughs> the only exercise I'm getting at the moment. <laughs> That's why you can't feel your legs. Yeah. <laughs> Christ, man. Ah, but um, 
yeah, to be honest, I, I agree with you, John. Everyone's talking about the, you know, before COVID, I used to have to walk down a flight of stairs and 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 make my own food. Now I just ring a bell. Mm. Hmm. Well, well, I can't I can't wait for the autobiography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like uh, if he made a film, it would be like My Left Foot with Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, I think and it's Daniel just Day Hamish Lewis. going, just Hamish going, scrambled eggs, <laughs> scrambled eggs. Yeah, that's all it, mate. No, you know, if, if this went any further, I think I'd have to cut a hole in the floor and put like a little pulley. Hold on a minute. The... Hold like, on a minute. Where's this going, Tom? Like, like a fireman's pole. Yeah, but as I could put down the empty, empty, like the, the dirty dishes and stuff, just like on a little pulley system, go go down and then pull up the next. I think, I think what you're describing is a six-star hotel and they are available. <laughs> if there's any, if there's anyone out there who owns a six-star hotel, who'd like to sort of maybe introduce us to that life, then let us know. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Or have a six foot five renovate my snowman house. to come and live in there. Then he's he's up for it. Hundred percent, he's up for it. <laughs> you need a date. I feel when you get out of quarantine, man. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, need but... to be getting back on that horse. They're overrated. Yeah, well, a couple of people told me to don't uh, like to download Tinder, right? And I did, and I think it's been like. Uh, I haven't done anything like any, any actual talking, but I think like the, like every time you get a match, it's like a little ego boost, but you're like, oh, mm. uh, and then I, <laughs> then this is where the, the man, like, mm, he looks nice. <laughs> no. You know what though? Like vampires are in like, seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I um, went on there and, um, you know, before, before my girlfriend, obviously. And, um, uh, was vastly unsuccessful. Did you meet her on Tinder? I couldn't say that on the podcast. Did you meet her yeah, on Tinder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was the only person who swiped right. Oh. I'm glad she did. Oh, oh. mate. Must have been a slow she... night on Tinder for Chelsea there. I'm glad she did. Oh, can, I, um, can I tell you something that happened to me this week? Talk about Tinder. Yeah. Um, so uh, people at home probably don't really care too much but i live in canberra uh, Ooh, the shout out canberra yeah Ooh. the nation's capital it's so good um so in canberra we've got parliament house and ainsley mountain um so it's really cool there's lo- lots to do and um <laughs> there are other places to visit <laughs> and um so like i work in a like a like a small sized company there's only a couple of us there so like, I haven't got many friends. So my girlfriend genuinely suggested this week that I go on Bumble Friends to try and meet some guys that I can go and have a beer with. That's so, like, it's, it's such a slippery slope. It's, it's, the, it's I love you, man, isn't it? Yeah, like, literally, man, you are, you are Paul Rudd. You, I wish I was Paul Rudd. <laughs> you seen this guy. Paul Rudd's wish. getting better. You're, you're literally, like, you're on there trolling for friends right yeah <laughs> absolutely he, that guy with his chop off he looks like a nice guy yeah maybe i could have a drink with him or you know what you need to do right you need to be like oh yeah, i've met this girl we're just gonna be friends uh her name's tanya she's got massive massive eyes massive I, well, eyes I, I did say that i said well what happens you know if i meet like this like really friendly girl who's great and and basically the, the bumble friends <laughs> conversation is now over. So yeah, yeah that's the end. Of if it. there's anyone out there who needs a friend in Canberra, <laughs> seriously let me know. Hit me up. Oh man. Oh. It must be uh, it must be weird, like as like 
when you've moved from Liverpool and, you know, shout out to Scouts out there. Saliva bit. To come over here and then, you know, be with me. <clears throat> Basically, Hamish, when Tom got here, he, he didn't have a job for like six months. And uh, back best, was, best six months in my life. Best six months <laughs> of his life. And I had a period where I was supporting me, Abby and Tom. Yeah. And I was like, this is getting out of hand this at the minute. <laughs> well, he, I mean, he says he says support, and it was like, um, Tom, do you fancy going for a pint after football? And I'd be like, oh, no, you know, I'm a little bit skint at the minute. You know, I'm going to, like, look after me money and all that. And he'd be like, oh, come on. You know, so he'd spend, like, $50 on me a night or whatever in the yeah, pub, which yeah. I think is fair enough. Yeah, shake yeah. your ass with tips, baby. Come on, he's you a, want some he's money? He's for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, no, he always, he always gives me more money when I do that Molly Ringwald trick, you know, where she puts the lipstick between oh. it and she does that. Oh. I can do that. So oh. Jack, Jack like, loves that. Yeah, there was a few, <laughs> few perverts listening to this just then who went, oh, fuck, I wish this was... This was fun with the video on it. Jesus, man. You know, don't Jesus. forget to subscribe. Yeah, That's use your imaginations, you pervs. <laughs> oh, can I just ask uh, ask Tom as well? Like, you're you're a, like a firstborn. I'm a firstborn, like, you know, and like, and the oldest child. What was it like, you know, to have, like, how many years difference is there between you and Jack? Five years. Five, five years? All yeah. right. So I've there's five years between me and my sister as well, yeah. funny enough. Like, but five are the best. I remember those first five years being fucking brilliant. And every time I was there, it felt like, you know, I, I was little Elvis, you know, I got all the attention. And then my sister came along and then. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I was in the same boat. Like, yeah. I can't really remember this, but apparently when Jack was a little baby. Um, apparently. Took, Hold I, on a minute. Hold on. Don't start with this. Apparently. Erroneous. I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. I was only five. Come on. Yeah, I was five. I can't really remember all that much. Like, mm. but apparently, apparently, I took Jack out of his cot, uh, well, his baby chair, and lay him on the floor, and and then told my mom that Jack was was the baby was dead. <laughs> yeah, he he, he was he, he was alive. He fucking Cain enabled me. That's what he did. That's what he did. You've got to you've got to be cutthroat in this brother industry. <laughs> and I love him now. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's a nice guy, but there was a time there where he was stepping on my toes a bit. <laughs> my my our, 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 our parents are so glad they never had another child because they've made it. I don't know. Would have been a nightmare. So we like Hamish, hey, what have you got? Have you got? Younger brother, younger sister, what have you got? I've got two sisters now and one little brother. But when my first sister came along, I got told I was getting a cat. And, you know, getting there was going to be a big surprise. And I wanted a cat, so I thought it was a cat. I didn't realise that if, if somebody had a big belly, that meant there was going to be a baby on the way at the time. So when we went, so when they, they told me, the day's here, Hamish, you've got to come to the hospital and, and see. I was like, why are we going to hospital for a cat? And then it turned out I had a sister and I was, I was devastated at the time. That's really annoying. Yeah, but oh, now I love her. Now I love her. We talk every yeah, Now five. she's grown into it. <laughs> you were five. Yeah. I don't know what's worse. Me pretending that Jack was was the baby was dead. I have to say the baby was dead because me saying the thought that Jack's dead is yeah. terrible for me because that means I've got no one to play FIFA with. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say really, the baby to give really it some sad. sort of objectivity. Yeah, the yeah. baby. Yeah. He didn't no, even know I, his own name yet. <laughs> Yeah, so he changed th- Jack's name when he was a baby. You thought you were going to get a little cat to play with? Yeah. And I was like, where's the cat? 
and they were like, no, this is just Hamish. This is your, this is your sister. And I was like, but I didn't want one. I didn't want a sister. I wanted a cat. And how, long did, <laughs> how long did you keep the lion? Like when she was a baby, did you like meow to her and stuff? Did you like, well, then dangle, they just had to... did you dangle string in front of her to see if she reacted? Like how, how far how, did you go? How old is Garfield now? <laughs> <laughs> well, then they had to go buy me a cat because like, they just felt, they felt like, <laughs> like yeah. they, they sold they, the sister, got him a cat. <laughs> yeah. well almost because they were just like he's he's devastated you know he's got you know what, what what's going on here and they were <laughs> so so then they went out and bought me a cat out of sympathy and i was happy then you've really got it all your own way haven't you for a lot of life famous <laughs> this lockdown thing this quarantine servants and all that is nothing new to you is it's it a real eye opener isn't it yeah. Are you, Jack? Are you imagining like his household environment to be sort of like Fresh Prince of Bel Air? It's a, uh, where you've got like the guy. What's his name? The guy, the butler, Jeffrey. Jeff, what a guy Jeffrey was. Shout out Jeffrey. We I think he's still alive. Oh, or has he died? Are you breaking? The, is this breaking news on Monday Night Fever? No, I'm on ABC News now, and it's not there. All right, be careful! I don't want Will Smith to slap the shit out of you, <laughs> telling telling lies. Mate, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even step across that guy. Seen the signs of him. You wouldn't get involved in it. No, I've only oh. got a little face. Yeah, and you've only got little hands as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, for the okay. audio listener, Tom has got hands the size of a little puppet. He, uh, he looks like a ventriloquist doll. That's what he looks like. Little baby yeah. hands. Not to mention the nose of Pinocchio to start uh, off with. Uh, oh. I mean, if anyone wants to give me any abuse uh, online, <laughs> then I'm sure you can find me through Jack's social media. Yeah, I don't condone <laughs> online bullying, but when it comes to Tom, go go for it, go for it. Oh, Christ, man. Oh, whew. feel like I got all that up my system, Tom. I'll, I'll stop being nice to you now. I promise. I know. I feel like the. Kid on the first day of school, he's gone in. His <laughs> mum's dropped him off. It's given like a pack lunch. Yeah. I I used to have a a Jurassic Park lunchbox. It was awesome. It was a, yeah. a metal tin lunchbox uh, that I bought from uh, Universal Studios. In yeah, hold on, he bought it for himself. Hey, bought, at yeah. twenty four years of age, I was twenty four. <laughs> it was a real conversation piece. Like yeah. that's how I feel. That's how I feel yeah. now. I feel like yeah. Jack's plumbing. Have you my ever seen the toilet? Have you ever seen Billy Madison? That's what it was like. Our kids and loads of like little kids being like, Oh, I've got a Batman lunchbox. And he was like, Yeah, this is Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. This is Jurassic Park. To be honest, I nearly did the same thing recently. I like, I understand this, Tom, because like I wanted to buy, I was away and I went to Nimbin, right? And we went to this, this <laughs> in Nimbin, there was like this, what do you call them? Like a, one of those things where you buy like knickknack shops and, um, you know, yeah, like, you buy like the pennies and yeah, things, like know, the gift, badge, yeah. pen badges and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like one of those. But they had like a like a Fender amp, like lunchbox, and and I was like, oh, should I buy it? Should I not? And then I didn't buy it, and I still think about it to this day. Like when you said the Jurassic Park one, I was kind of jealous because like I I left, I didn't buy my lunchbox when I when I saw one, so I understand that. So I'm, I side with Tom on this one, Jack. I think you've made the biggest mistake of your life. I think you need to go back to Nimbin tomorrow. <laughs> you need to get yourself that lunchbox. Maybe maybe it's not a date that you need. Maybe it's not like you need to get off Tinder and you need to order that and you just go and pick it up when you get out of quarantine. That can be the first thing you do. Yeah. And then go into a nearby cafe and just have the lunchbox open and see yeah. what sort of interest you get. Yeah. Mm. 
Do you know Nimbin yeah. is also like the uh, like the weed capital of it, like of Australia? Tell so, you what, I'll come with you. I'll come with you, <laughs> Tom. No. Tom, would you like to join me? There's a, there's a convoy on the way to Nimbin. Yeah, yeah. So if I bring a lunchbox and start opening it up in the middle of the cafe, I think people are just going to be think I'm selling drugs. You do look the type, though. No offense. You do. What? <laughs> You've got the the shaggy from Scooby Doo look about you. At the moment, I do. I, I, I haven't done anything to my hair. Usually, I'd make it a bit nice. Do I have the shaggy from Scooby Doo look normally? You do, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on, Scoob. Come on, <laughs> 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 I hope copyright oh. don't come after us for that oh, stellar mate. impression by Tom. I know. That's so you, stellar impression. You started off saying that it could be one of the Hemsworth's long lost brothers to say I could be fucking shaggy. Now you shaggy. <laughs> oh, hey. man. We've gone down. He's- He's got something going for him, that guy. He probably lives in Nimbin. He's he's like yeah. he's a cool character. I'm sure Shaggy has similar dreams to you as well, where you're the tree and stuff like that. Shaggy, Shaggy's on the same wavelength of that. I think Shaggy in his got bedroom, a talking dog, man. Shaggy in his bedroom has got like a little doggy bed at the bottom of the bed where Scooby <laughs> sleeps. And on the wall, he's got a West Underground poster, but with Jack's face crossed out, just with Hamish's face. <laughs> yeah. That's actually what our posters look like. Uh, guys, by the way, if you want to become a Patreon, head to www.patreon.com forward slash West Underground. And you can have one of those posters if you become a Patreon. $3 a month, we'll send you a poster. It costs a lot more than that, but you can have one. And if you want, you can have half of my face and Shaggy from Scooby-Doo next door. That's a good point, actually, because I, I thought like part of the idea of getting invited onto the show was that I'd get some merch. Mm. Yeah, have you, you know shown your brother the t- posters you've not done, Jack? Uh, no, I was going to give him one for his birthday, but you've ruined the surprise. <laughs> Absolutely gutted. You've ruined the surprise. <laughs> <Jeez>. <sighs> right, guys, I, I want to talk about something, right? And it's it kind of... So with the old bad back, me and the missus have been off alcohol for, for a month now, trying to uh, look amazing. Hamish has also been on this. For anyone who doesn't know, mm. Hamish and I have decided to quit drinking, Tom. And whoever has a drink first, if anyone breaks the pact, they've got to get the other person's name tattooed on the bottom. So it's like a real tense, tense competition, this. Right. What was that, love? Gin and tonic? Yeah, go on, I'll have a oh, gin and tonic, you, you, No problem at all. <laughs> so, like, the last thing I want is the name Hamish tattooed on my ass. Especially, like, imagine we ever, like, ever stopped doing this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, he, he gets rid of me from West Underground, and then people are like, who's Hamish? And I'm like, oh. It was, it was my buddy in Vietnam. You weren't there, man. You weren't there. But, uh, so we... We started watching uh, The O.C., which is like a very old school. It was like, have you ever watched The O.C., Tom? No, I feel I like that would have been I... on when you were like yeah. a youth. A youth. I, anyway. um, I've seen The O.C. Uh, sort of vicariously. Okay. Uh, because because you used to watch it a lot, I, didn't you? I feel like that's the best way to watch it. Yeah, honestly. I, I, I caught the odd episode. Honestly, I know, I know we don't review TV shows on here, but... What happens in the first season? Spread it out, Joseph Swartz, if that is your real name. Because it's too packed. Anyway, but the point of the OC, California conversation is that uh, the dad in it has a conversation to his son about sex. And my Mrs. Abigail 
uh, friends of the pod. She said, uh, what, like, did you ever have that conversation with your dad? And I feel like because you're, you're a guest on this week, Tom. Yeah. I'd like to talk about this because he will 100% be listening because he can deny one of his son's podcasts. You know, he can, yeah. Oh, I'll give that a miss. But if both of them are on it, does he really want to be missing that opportunity? Consider- can- <laughs> we are the people who will be pulling the plug. You know he, what I mean? He, he probably will doubly miss it, to be honest, mate. <laughs> like, yeah, he's probably listening to his other families from Malta. Yeah, know, two, that's a different story. Two of us is like too much salt. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree, actually. You're, so you're, 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 you're a real, really salty character. So, yeah, like, so I want, like, when I was telling the story to Abby, sure. and like, this is kind of a bait on how he did it. Tom, and I want to know if he did it differently. So, like, I think I was watching something downstairs, like, watching the TV, right? And he came in, and he, like, walks in, and he, like, hovers at the door. So he, like, knocks on the door. Son comes in, stands there behind the door, and then, like, slowly closes the door. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. He knows I'm smoking weed. I was like, you know, what is it? What's he found out about me? And then he's like, yeah. <laughs> Just stay, just stay. Pause that a second, son. And then he does that thing dads do with TV remote. Instead of pausing it, he just throws it down. Yeah, so you know, you're, so then you're missing all the plot points. You're watching, you're watching your favorite show, but you can't pause it. You're gonna have to rewind. You know that's someone's there, but you don't know why. Yeah, so I'm there, and he says, uh, "Son, uh... and he like sat on the couch, and then he like stood up, and then he like sat down again, and went, "See, I've got a." Uh... Have a conversation with you about the uh, about the, uh, the the birds and the uh, and and the and the bees. And I went, yeah, Dad, I've already had sex, you know. And he went, oh, thank God for that. And then he just walked out the room. <laughs> That's literally how how we had the talk. Yeah, Dad, I can probably teach you more about it than. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad, I've had sex and I haven't had any kids. Beat that one. <laughs> so, yeah, like was your was he was he the same with you? Or did, um, have you still not had that talk? Never had the chatter, I don't think. Like uh, you're what, 31 years of age now? Yeah, 32 this year. Thanks for bringing it up. Um <laughs> got a nice poster for you there, don't worry. I know. And my facial hair is covering the, the parts I wanted to at these this point. That's good. Um no, honestly, can't remember. Like I don't know whether I've just blanked it out. Like to like- anyone who doesn't know me, dad. Which is probably most people out there. <laughs> um, even, even, even I sometimes don't know. Feel, yeah, like you know, my dad is pretty much the way Jack just portrayed it, and Jack portrayed it in a ridiculous way, but it was very accurate. That's it. So, yeah, it's I can't, I can't remember. Like, I genuinely can't. Like, I can't remember have having to have that conversation with me dad at all. Mm. I feel I'm like you never... may have had the talk with me before, me dad, but. I actually think you gave me the talk. Maybe. There's two I mean, the things sh- in this world, brother. There's women and money, and you've got to get them both. Something like that, I think it was. I think that's how no, it No, you're, you're, you're misquoting. I said, there's two things in this world, women and money, and I've got neither. That's what <laughs> yeah. I said. <laughs> that's what I said. I can't, Jack, genuinely, like, I can't remember. I mainly probably just blanked it out. Yeah, it was probably um, that horrific. Did was, like, I mean... You'll know better than me, like Big Brother chats. Did I do them well, or did I was I awkward? Um, no, you you were fine. I feel you, you, like like I love you, David. David, if you're listening, I love you. 
But I feel like he was always a little bit like, right, so we, you, you know what you need to do then, don't you? And you're like, I don't know what he's on about. And he's like, you know. And I'm thinking, I think he means wear a condom, but I don't know. I don't, I don't actually know what we're talking about, Dad. You know, but you know, me you, dad, like, me dad is like a no-nonsense fella. He's a very... Hey, Mitch, have you met my old man? No. Right, you're lucky. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, he's, he's met me he's more. He's really nice. Yeah, 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 I was keeping an eye on Amish that night. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Especially because it was dark and that's when vampires are at the best. <laughs> like, he was looking at you with a stake in his hand. Yeah. Say like, alone. I said, Tom, that's not what they use on vampires. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, like my dad's brilliant, but like he's really sort of uh, old school in a lot of ways, Hamish. Like, yeah. He laughs at me because I use shampoo and conditioner. He thinks that's stupid. <laughs> like, he uses soap. You know what I mean? And I he's, got a, good, he's, he's, got, he's a got a good, good head, head of hair. Yeah, he he's got a good head. He's got a... No offence. He's got a... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is he's your dad. And he looks like he could be your younger brother. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, so he's... um Yeah, but he uses soap. The man, the man's crazy, like. Yeah, you got to look different. after your hair. It's... <laughs> That's what I'm finding. The older I get. <laughs> did you did you have the talk, Hamish? Who gave you it? Yeah, I I think I had the talk, but I think I was in much the. Well, I think I think it came in waves, right? Like I got little bits of information from my dad, right? Because like when when I was when I was really young, my dad gave me his old phone. Oh, fuck. Oh, is this no. going? <laughs> oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> oh no, oh no. He gave you his old phone. Yeah, yeah. He gave me his old phone. And more um, than just snake on there. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, snakes and lotus. Um <laughs> so he's given me this old Nokia phone. And yeah. on this, on this, it wasn't, it wasn't one of those fancy ones where you could have had photos on at the time, but he, he gave it to me for whatever reason. He thought, oh, son, this, this makes noises and has buttons. You, you'll like it. He... <laughs> You've got ADHD, haven't you? Have this yeah. It's got lights. Yeah. So one of his friends had Bluetooth him, like, you know, all those like naughty songs back in the day, like, um, like those like jingles and stuff people used to have as their ringtones and like all those like South Park kind of like songs like uh, yeah yeah I found all these like random shit and then there was one where there was like this thing <laughs> it was like a dirty ringtone of like this like the Smurfs having sex and I played oh. it and, and and I was like what is this and uh <laughs> Oh, Papa Smith. Don't call me Papa Smurf. Call me Daddy Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But then the Smurf, oh. you could hear Smurfette going and doing all kinds of naughty things in the background. It was pretty much that. And um, I was like, what is, what is this? And then my dad had to kind of kind of explain it. And then, uh, and but because I think we lived in the country, right? Like whenever you'd go into any like man sheds and stuff that always have like those big calendars full of like women with their tits out and stuff like that. It was just the country thing to do in every shed. Mm. Like, so you always kind of saw like naked bodies and stuff. So, I, you know, the, <laughs> so I, I don't, we never really, really had the talk. He just said, look, he just said, Hamish, don't get a girl pregnant. That was it. 
You're like, ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ever. <laughs> He's just like, don't get, get anyone pregnant. That's it. That's all I'm going to tell you to, to do. You know, in Dubbo, do you yeah. have like, is there like a lot of like teenage pregnancies? Was there a lot yeah. in your school? Heaps. And it's like, I got my cousin pregnant. Is it like a lot of that going on? Uh, a little bit. I definitely will never be able to show my face in Dubbo. I bag Dubbo so much, Tom Ryan, and I don't even know what it's like, but just because Hamish makes it sound like a country bumpkin place. What well, is? I was mowing the lawn and I seen a snake. Hey, I seen a snake when I was in Bundaberg. Yeah. 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 That's exciting for us, Hamish. We don't get that stuff at home. We've got squirrels, two different <laughs> colors. We've got a red squirrel and a gray one, and they, 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 they do the same stuff. Yeah. Do you they, both- they, they, they both berry nuts. They both yeah, berry nuts. That's what they do. Over they plant here, trees. You, you guys have got like such exciting sort of like wildlife. Not there's exciting. Like, there's like so many people at home now like laughing at me because I'm saying such stupid things. You guys have got like scary snakes and stuff. Maybe you I should mean, have one is... episode just where you talk about snakes. Oh, we have, I think. And not just yeah, Hamish's like dad's phone, <laughs> as, we, <laughs> as we mentioned. Yeah. Oh man, like you when you say that about like I am still to this day fucking terrified of snakes, and I think for good good reason. Like when when I see people in Australia have snakes, you did go snakes. to an old boys' school though, didn't you? No. Oh, okay. we went to mixed schools, man. Like we've got mixed schools over here. I think I, he's being, I think he's being facetious. I think he is too, but I'm just trying to you've put a to, little full stop on it. You've got to pull Actually, up was, on it. I was being, I was being a dick, but you can go with facetious if you want. <laughs> Tell us about the pregnancies. I want to know about the teenage pregnancies. Oh, we talking about? Do you want to hear about snakes? Or Tom, I want, or I want to hear about Tom. Tom, we've done snakes in episode two, <laughs> right? I want to hear about double pregnancies. Okay, um, have we got a jingle for it? Double pregnancies. I'm fifteen and I'm pregnant. I'm from Dabo. I asked her for a rabo, but instead. She wanted a snake skin. I took it off, and now she's six months away from being a mother. Do do do. We'll work on that. Yeah, and probably we'll cut work. that down in post. Probably. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Like we had one girl who, who like, she was. I think she was in year nine. So she was in the year below me. I was in year ten. She got knocked up, and uh, and then and then I saw her the next year and she came back and she'd brought the baby to school and i was like oh fuck this dark mm. the kids to school yeah and then we had a few others who then dropped out and then became like girl like like mothers and stuff got pregnant and then they became like hairdressers nice. Mm. Nice. Mm. yeah not a thing i wanted to do man i was very 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 cautious of that yeah i mean the teenage pregnancy thing is a is like a like a imagine you don't like even a, know like who you imagine. are at that age, man. Like you're just a mixed ball of emotions. Like if I, I had a I baby, I to this guy age. and he literally said that like he was I think he, I think he was 21, and he was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I got this girl pregnant when I was 15. She was 13. <laughs> oh no, oh no, and he's still with her today. Oh, that's a, that's a true love story, that. <laughs> Better. You know, I mean, I think, I think maybe to to give some defence for sure to the people of Dubbo uh, and and about teen pregnancies and stuff is uh, 
I don't know if anyone out there has ever seen Jack hold a baby. Uh, yeah. Jack holds a baby like uh, it, it could it could explode at any point. It is an IED, as far as I'm as far as I'm concerned. He's petrified of it. He holds babies like you know in Scooby Doo before they take the mask off to realize that actually it's the caretaker. Yeah, that's how Jack looks at the babies. He's petrified. It's yeah. like his kryptonite. It's hilarious. It really is. Oh my god! Listen to this story. <laughs> so, um. I don't know what... Did I speak to you on the phone on Saturday, Hamish? In mm. the morning? Did you wake me up? About 11 o'clock. Oh. The Hamish alarm clock. Trademark. Uh, yeah, he, he like... So he must have caught... I was, I was... I don't know. I, I don't think I was angry about anything, but I'm, I like. I was walking anyway. Me and the missus were walking to get breakfast, and there was this baby crying. It was not Danny DeVito. And, uh, and I went... <laughs> Bruce Willis, and look who's talking. Oh. <laughs> uh, I literally went... You know, in my mind, I was like, going to do the baby. Oh, what's the matter, baby? Oh, what's the matter? You know, the voice people do, Hamish, for kids. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I like, was going to... It was coming out, and then I just went... <laughs> What's the matter? What's the matter? <laughs> <laughs> and I think the baby's mum was crying more than the baby after it. She was, she was fucking terrified. And my missus went, that was so aggressive. <laughs> and, now, and now Jack can't go within 100 metres of a nursery. <laughs> He's been banned. He scuffled up down the road and I was like... I didn't mean it to be. What's the matter, baby? What you crying about? I was like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do, <laughs> baby? So does does Abigail want kids, Jack? Like, is that a thing you've talked about? Uh, maybe not with me after that encounter. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we're, we're kind of fifty-fifty on the kids front, man. Like, we so like we 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 always say, how amazing is our life without a child? But I don't know. I think. We'll get to it. You know what I mean? It'll be a conversation we get to. I think if I don't have kids and like she's got two older brothers and mm, I don't know. I don't know if they'll have them. Hopefully not with each other anyway. So I just, I just don't know. We'll, 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 we'll see on that, to be honest. We'll see on that. I'm, I'm not really too worried. Like I'm 26 now. I'm not really like concerned. Yeah. If I was you, I'd be worried though, Hamish. You'd be the oldest dad in Dubbo. <laughs> to be, to be a documentary about him. <laughs> oh. he's, he's just turned thirty, and he's the oldest dad in his year group in Dubbo. <laughs> Man, well, most of my year group fucked off. Like that's that's. I think that's the thing that country people do. It's like you, you, if you're smart, you get out of your little town. If you don't, if you're not, you're stuck there forever. Yeah. Mm. D- depends what you do, isn't it? Yeah. You no, know, it depends. Like what what your cup of tea is like. Hmm. For some people, like just getting up, going, going to work, coming home, knowing everyone in the town is perfect. But it's not good for us because you know we're not the best people, so we try to <laughs> avoid all the people we know as much as we can. We try and meet people once and try and never meet them again. That'd be the end of it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Why do you think Tom's living in Canberra? <laughs> no, exiled. I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been pushed out of every other city I've ever lived in. <laughs> Well, how many cities have you lived in now, man? Like you've lived in Liverpool, you've then lived in Sydney, and now you're in Canberra. It's like that, that Johnny Cash song, you know, I've been everywhere. 
Like I've been Liverpool, Birmingham, Newport, oh, uh, shit. London. Uh, where else have I been, Jack? I've been Canberra, Sydney, Bundaberg, Canberra, Bundy. And that's how you know. That's how you know. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. I've been Liverpool, Newport, <laughs> Birmingham, London, Canberra. <laughs> I've been everywhere. I've only got one verse. That's the only problem with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So I've like because of where, like, I like just so people know, at, like at home, like I, um, I work in traditionally like in TV and um in films, I guess, and commercials and stuff. So you've got to go where the work is. Oh, you were in Amsterdam for a bit as well. I was in Amsterdam for a little bit. Smoking yeah. a lot of weed with some big TV personalities who we cannot name as it is defamation. <laughs> Absolutely no comment. No, well, actually, so I got a call to go and work in Amsterdam um, on Christmas Eve. And they were like, oh, will you go to Amsterdam on like the 28th or whatever to go and shoot this TV show with uh, like a well-known like presenter in the UK? So I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go to Amsterdam for like a week. Like really excited to get over there, you know, get out there, have a couple of beers, whatever. And um, I got there. <laughs> I got a couple there. of uh, beers. I got there. And um, so there's a nearby town near Amsterdam called uh, Vil- Vilmersen, I think, yeah. which is like... I hope so, because if not, you've just pissed off all our Dutch listeners. Well, if there's any Dutch people out there who are really annoyed at me, let us know what the place is called. But it's like a, it's the studios there. It's where they shoot a lot of Dutch TV. And it's like 40 minutes away from the city centre of Amsterdam. But it was <laughs> snowing, right? So I went to Amsterdam, stayed in a hotel in Vilmersen, and not once went into the city. <laughs> never got to see it. Never got to, Never got to go into it. So I've never been to Amsterdam. Even though I worked there for a week. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. I went to Amsterdam, but got snowed in. I didn't get to smoke any weed or anything. I've been everywhere, man. Oh, you're you're a man of the world, Tom, aren't you? It was a travesty. Oh, I don't know about that. I've, I've, I thought I was, but then I've only actually been to six cities. <laughs> no, lived, lived in six cities, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I had to because of work. Like, you know, you've got to, you've got to get out there. You've got to earn, son. You've got to make yeah. hay while the sun shines, haven't you? You've got to try. So what do you do in TV? Are you behind the cameras? Or are you yeah, doing video? I, d- I did try and be in front of the camera, but um, I broke a couple of lenses, so that was the end of that. He was too, <laughs> he was too wide for the wide camera. Yeah, like, um, I don't know. There was just something about me on screen, which... Um, uh, scared children and dogs which was almost a hate crime <laughs> um, <laughs> which is I don't mind being on the podcast because it's uh, no video but um, yeah so basically behind the camera like at the moment I'm I'm, I'm an animation producer um, so working in, in animation uh, but before that it was TV so mm-hmm. working behind the camera and a lot of live TV, TV as well man like you've done so much live TV or like live TV is just the best fun you can imagine. Like, because say like, especially when I started out like working as a runner, you'd be on a TV show. So you're bottom of the pile, but like the chances are you're the first in last out. So we get to the studio, like first thing in the morning, like seven o'clock I'd get in, say I was looking after the presenters, 
get in, make sure their like food's ready and the, the drinks that they like and all of that crap. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, make sure there's enough honey for the for the tea. You know what I mean? You don't want to be short on honey. It's a very important job, all this running, isn't it? All, all this stuff, right? Yeah. And uh, and then basically what would happen more often than not, especially when you work at ITV, they had a bar. Mm. So as soon as the show went live, like the people, because normally I was I was like a presenter's runner, so I was looking after them. As soon as it went live, I couldn't really do much and the bar opened. So I was just getting bevied. So you found something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I just basically attacked the bar a little bit earlier on. It was great. Mm-hmm. And it was all free ale yeah. and a free taxi home. If there's anyone out there who's interested in working in TV, go and do it just for the free ale and the free taxi home. You won't be able to pay the bills, but you, you know, you'll have a good life. Did you ever get anyone like give you, like, like don't name any names. Did you ever get anyone who's like a dickhead to you? Because I've heard the story. Who was the guy who played, um, Who's the guy who played Magnum P.I.? Oh, with the moustache. What's his name? Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck, yeah. Not him. Uh, who's the guy? Who's the guy, who's the guy who's in uh, Boogie Nights? Like the older guy, the older actor. Oh, he's the like, one who died. He's like tipped to play James Bond. What was his name? Uh, uh, oh, what? Uh, I can't remember, but yeah, I know. You know what I'm on about? Yeah. All listeners is screaming right now. Yeah. Uh, with, with the mustache. What's the guy, name? the guy, uh, Jamie, can you just go and Google and Google this for me? He's in, he's in Dukes of Hazard, isn't he? What's his name? I just need to know his name for the context of this story. I'm Googling it, guys. Yeah, me too. We, this... di- we didn't get uh, now Rogers' name right for 45 minutes the other week, Tom. <laughs> and my missus texted me four times. It's Nile Rogers. It's Nile Rogers. <laughs> well, how about when um, I'll tell you that story about Phil, who I used to work with, the boss. Um, Bert Reynolds. Bert Reynolds. All right. Isn't he related to, to Ryan? Isn't he Ryan Reynolds' dad? No. I'm no. sure he is. He's not. Are you sure? Yeah. Breaking sure. news. I'm sure from... it'll be available on Wikipedia. Breaking news on Monday Night Fever. Uh, yeah, so my... he's no related. He's <laughs> not related. Go on, what were you saying about him? He's a pain, oh, pain right. to work with. Yeah, no, so like uh, when I was saying, like, has anyone ever been a dick to you? It was a weird tangent we went off on there. When about that, so like I heard the story that Bert Reynolds once, like, there was like a fucking, like, production assistant, you know, working as artist spots sweaty you know what i mean soaking through his t-shirt and he's like he got him a he got him a diet coke instead of like the full normal coke right yeah and he said kid don't make me have to learn your name <laughs> he sounds like the sort of guy i want to work with yeah god rest, <laughs> god rest his soul god yeah. rest his soul yeah oh. was anyone a dick to you not really not not like talent wise like mm. just like over you over. get crew sometimes like uh who who can be a bit more difficult to work with but i don't know whether i've just been really lucky and worked with just really good talent but like the thing i think what i've sort of found is is that like the people who are starting off in the industry are normally really quite friendly because mm-hmm. like let's let's use like jack as an example so he's a singer and you know he's in it debatable well he's he's a front man (laughs) and um, he's in a band and he's he's quite grounded and then 
But what sometimes happens is when bands start getting signed up and stuff, like people can start to get used to a little bit of being looked after all the time. Like mm-hmm. Hamish is at the moment like, with his like belt. Hamish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ring, ring. Like people get used to it. And then sometimes they can be a little bit tricky to work with because mm-hmm. they're expecting everything from you. But then once they keep going and become like super successful, they understand that like you have to treat the crew well because they're basically busting the balls for you all day. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? So most people, most people are, are brilliant, really. Yeah. And we try and be good. Any of them are listening. We try and be good with everyone. Don't we Hamish? Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, I've only ever had one bad experience when with when I, I told Jack this story about when I was a kid, right? My parents thought it'd be funny or fun because we went to the Easter show and somebody was like, Oh, look at you kid. You want to be a, you want to be a star. And uh, my dad just like signed these papers and they started calling us up, like going, do you want to be in TV? Do you want to be in this? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Because we're in Dubbo, we'd have to drive down and would only go to like a couple of things. But one, one day I, we, we came down, I did this job in, um, we did this job and um, I met the guy from, do you, you guys don't know, but we have play school in a, in Australia, which is like a, like a kid's TV show. Right. And there's like a scene in it where there's a guy and he goes, what's the time on the, like the, they call it the hickory dickory clock. And it's like, has like cat and mice and stuff in it. And it's just a crazy show that the ABC did. Anyway, he's here next to me standing. And I'm like, oh, that's the guy from play school. I'm 10 years old and he's wearing a watch. And I think, oh, what, it'd be funny if I said that. What's the time on the, cause he was on play school. Anyway, right. he, so I walk up to him and I'm like, you're the, what's the time on, yeah, on your, then he goes, back off kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh man, cut. Yeah, I mean, look, like, you know, some people some people need to get him on the podcast. Some people are a bit more lighthearted than others. Imagine how many people have said that to that guy, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And oh. you, you're just a six fold, 11 year old. He encountered that day, yeah, and I, I like. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off kid fuck off. just just like like Hamish's face is, is a mixture of like the saliva from the guy screaming at him and like his tears do you know what I mean just little Hamish fuck off kid yeah I, I was just like oh shit that's you know? pretty fair like the um you know you were talking Jack about him fuck you were off talk- kid you were talking about someone someone when you you've you forgot someone's name last week oh yeah so like i think i told you this story but like my old boss in the uk phil oh shout out phil he was really nice that guy top guy like really cool That's guy like from Bill australia Knight. like seriously like the guy's stories were hilarious <laughs> this guy um so he was like an old uh, he wasn't old uh, sorry phil like in <laughs> he was he was a like a radio dj in the 60s and the 70s in Australia and in the UK. Um, he was on, have you seen the film, Hamish, The Boat That Rocked? No, but it? I know of it. I think it's called like Pirate, Pirate Radio Ship or something over here. I think it's got a different name. Yeah. But um, like he was on the boat, like on the real boat. Yeah. Like, with the yeah, guns and stuff like that. But he told me this story and... Uh, <laughs> I am the captain now. I am the captain now. Next on the radio, it's the doors. And um, at my fire, but he said, he said, like, they had like, they had like, I don't know, like proper, proper guns and stuff. And they used to get mm. real pirates. Um, 
like going after them and stuff. I know Jack Bjorn can like yeah. play the Rolling Stones again. Arr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't get no satisfaction. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on, sorry. Um, anyway, so he was on that boat. <laughs> yeah, he told me this story once, and he was at a like an event, like a bit of a swanky event, um, in in the UK. And uh, he gets talking to this guy. So Phil's on the radio. He's a radio presenter. He's playing all this music, whatever. And he's talking to this guy. And, the, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm Phil. Nice to meet you. And the guy's like, oh, just call me call me Bob or, or Bobby. I can't remember which one it was, but my friends call me Bobby. Or So Phil's like, oh, brilliant. And he's like, so what what, what you do, Bobby? And Bobby says, oh, well, Phil, I'm a, I'm a musician. So Phil's like, really? He says, well, I'll tell you what. I work on the radio why don't you send me in some of your stuff? And, you know, if it's any good, I'll put you on the radio. So this Bobby was like, all right, Phil, give me your details. So he took his details on that. And he said, like, a couple of weeks later, he got a letter through in the post. And it was a vinyl with a, with a letter that said, uh, Dear Phil, I hope you like me music. Kindest regards, Robert Plant. He, was, <laughs> he, he, sent, was, him, he sent him Zeppelin too on him. vinyl, Hamish. He sent him Zeppelin. So Phil Bryce, who was a radio DJ, he was talking to Robbie Plant. <laughs> Robbie Plant. And didn't know who he was. And not only that, offered him a leg up. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to give him a hand like, you know, support local music. Trying to give him a start. Yeah. Robert Plant had to appreciate that, though. Like... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like he probably, Phil was the only guy in the room that night that didn't ask him about their way to heaven. <laughs> That's what the cat he was like. He told me this other story. Sorry to talk about Phil so much. He told me this other story. He was coming from Scotland. Yeah. And he needed to get from Glasgow to London. He didn't have a car or anything. Yeah. And um, someone said, Oh, I've got this old car, but it's knackered. I don't know how far it'll get, but you can have it to get to London. This is like in the 70s or whatever. So we drove it down to London. It broke down halfway. So we just rolled it down an embankment off the side of the road and hitchhiked the rest of the way to London. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cool cat. Oh, my God. Imagine you're like, hey, where's my car? <laughs> oh, mate, don't, don't even think. Don't worry about it. It's, all it's gone now. Don't worry. It's gone now. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I feel like that's a like a, a very Aussie thing to do. It's just like, oh, fuck it. I'm going. Yeah. As you push the car, he went, fuck off, kid. And just pushed it down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ, man. Oh. Jesus Christ. Speaking of the 70s. Yeah. yeah are you going to do it? Yeah. Have any of you guys watched the, uh, the Savile documentary on Netflix? I I haven't pulled myself to watch it yet. Oh, um, poor choice of words when talking about Jimmy. Ooh. Talking about James Savile. Man, mm. right. So you, I, I'm guessing, like, Tom's a big Louis Farouk fan, Hamish. Like, yeah. okay. He loves okay. absolutely everything. Can, can you give a rundown of, of, of who Jimmy was? Because I, for Australian audiences, you won't know unless you, unless you like music and probably go down that rabbit hole. All right. So Jimmy Savile was... Uh, the TV presenter in the pretty much, I think, from 1974 up until like the late 90s, maybe just before I was born. So I'm so young. Uh, he 
he was the host of Top of the Pops, where like all the biggest bands and artists in the world used to go on and mime their songs, which is hilarious. They used to go on without microphones and be like, <laughs> you spin me right round. And he'd be the host, the host of that. But he was like, he was so well connected with uh, Margaret Thatcher. Uh, and even like Prince Charles and like the Queen and everything, like so connected. And he was like a real Northern man who used to be like, now then, now then, now then. And this guy ended up being like a knight, a knight of the realm. And he he he, he made so much money for charity. And this guy, you're, you're probably listening to this now and you're thinking, oh, what a, what a stand-up gentleman he was. Turns out he's like one of the biggest predators in the history of the world he was he was a pedophile for like four or five decades and he got away with it and after he died it was only when it all came out so the man literally got like a state funeral and they only found out after he died well there's there was murmurs and stuff about him and then after he died that's when it all came out did, that's did jimmy savile yeah he got, he got, like man the in leeds they had him like there's like thousands of people in the street and thousands of people coming to see it as, you know, the coffin and all that. And they were like, oh, our Jimmy's dead. Uncle Jimmy's dead now. And yeah, he's literally, but he was like a super nonce. Hey, Hamish, what did you think of it? I thought, well, it took me 10 minutes to work out where I knew his face from. And then once I, once I knew his Your face. nightmares. <laughs> And, uh, and then after that, I was kind of watching this going, I didn't know this. I didn't know that. And then I looked up on, you know, Google and stuff after, and there's stuff that they didn't talk about that's in that, doc- that, that should have been in that documentary. Like they found out that he was going and seeing, you know, going and um, having sex with like dead corpses and stuff as well. Yeah. And I was like, fucking hell. Oh, he, he had this TV show, which they talk about in a gym will fix it. Tom, you, did you ever watch gym will fix it? Was that running while you were a kid? No. <laughs> no, no, I don't no, think so. No, no, and he'd be like, "Right now, then, now, then, Jim will fix it for you." And he'd like, he'd make kids' dreams come true. Yeah, and like, honestly, you're watching the documentary, and you kind of like, ah, he, he did do it. Like he, he, he raised them like through charity, like fifty million pounds for like a hospital. And like you're thinking, oh, but you know, and it's you know how it's set out, Tom. You know, finding Neverland. Yeah. Where it's like it shows him in it, like it shows him in this magical light, and then it'll be like, and then he sexually abused me. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like that. Well, so that's, that's like what they say, isn't it? They, yeah. they say that about monsters, don't they? You know, monsters. You know, they say like pedophiles don't don't get close to kids, like monsters don't get close to kids, like mm. nice people do, like yeah. And that, that's the thing; people were so like trusting of them, and like it's just that. I mean, you're watching it and you're thinking like Margaret Thatcher. Like, I'm not saying that she needs any more bad press, but like she was just like, oh Jimmy. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy's ooh, crafty Jimmy. And he like the, it, the what's nuts about it is he he actually like he's telling the press all the way through 
What is there, man? But no one, like, people just thought he was, like, joking. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, it's, it's, it's a hard watch. It is a hard watch. Did you finish it, Hamish? Yeah, I finished it this afternoon, and I and I just I was kind of just left going, oh fuck, you know, like, uh, you know, if 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 you did it, if you just were weren't a fucking you know predator, super nonce, yeah, just like this this fucking creep, like you know, you you could have you could have hung up your boots at the end of life, and you know, been remembered forever. You know, as a as a actual as a hero, but to you know to spend to to have a life like he did, and then to do that, it just it just you know it just burnt down you know the the body of work that he's that his life was yeah like the good yeah and it's just like man like what a fucking waste. Mm. I I kind of came to the realization and in it like it talks about how religious he is and like. You know, like when he died, the rumor was that he, when he found his body, he had his, both of his fingers crossed. And he, it, like on, on his gravestone, it had this quote and it said, oh, it was fun while it lasted. I'm like, I, I think, I think in his mind, he was doing all that charity work and whatever. Because he knew it, what man. he was doing. Obviously, he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, A, it gets him into, you know, fucking children's hospitals mm. and like fucking, to give them a suite in this like sc- like a school for like naughty girls you know like done like heinous crimes or whatever or like you yeah. know, disabled and that and he, he was living there like, you have to be careful about around like i i always worry about people that do too much good do you know what i mean like there's a fine line between doing good hold on a minute <laughs> is this your sixth marathon for cancer research hold on a minute lad. let's see your hard drive no, no, you know what I mean. Like when you when you do, like you know who I. Put the trees up. She had some skeletons in her closet. <laughs> Not Mother Teresa. Like that's somebody who spent their whole life to do it. But you know, when I went to U2's last concert, mm. I was I, I walked out of there being a bit suspicious of Bono. It's like Bono, why are you doing? Every, you supporting every in between every song, like you know, if you'd finish with or without me, and he'd be like, Yeah, now everybody, I'd put up all this, all the charity thing, and it, between every song, it's like the next one, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And it's like, You're already Bono, like it's good if you do charity, but you don't have to tell the world that you're doing the good things you're doing, you just do it. And... I can't believe you've just accused Bono of being a nonce. Hamish views, Hamish's views do not uh, are his own views and do not, West Underground do not support the views of this man. But I mean, what's Bono trying to offset? I don't know. Don't maybe know. maybe he hasn't wrote a decent song for 20 years. Maybe that's what he's <laughs> maybe, maybe it's his sunglasses fetish he's trying to hide. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I, yeah, I, 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 I mean, Bono's a bit different. What about, uh, what about Bob Geldof? Yeah. Hey, Bob Geldof is a saint. Is he? Ah, well. Is he? Bob, ah, yeah, Bob. No, he, he is a saint, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not a passive aggressive saint. If we if saint. we bring up Bob Geldof, I'm obligated to take Michael Hutchinson's side of the of the of that. Of story. course you would, you Aussies. Hatchar is doing the right thing, mate. Yeah, Hatchar is doing. Actually, you have got one thing in common with Hutcho. What's that? Is uh he he banged his head and lost the sense of taste, so. 
he couldn't taste anything and you've got COVID. So, really, you're a little bit like Michael Hutchins, aren't you? Well, I mean, that's a better comparison than Shaggy. Yeah. So I'm gonna stack. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stack on you, Jimmy Savile, in the minute. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know. I think, like, I think people do good out of the kindness of the heart, and you know, like, like, look, we're not shitting on you for running for marathons and that. We just want to see your hard drive. You know what I mean? We just want to know what you're into. But I think, I think with Savile, like, I think he was always doing it, thinking, well, if I do, when I die. Maybe there's a chance because I've done all this good that they let me in. But you know, it's a mega nonce, mate. I think he was just, I think he was just hiding in plain sight. Mm. But he weren't though, was he? Because if you said to me, Jack, draw me a paedophile, I'll knock you a Jimmy Savile sketch up, and I can't even draw. That's what he looked like. Oh, Jack, look- Jack, Jack actually cannot draw. It's I can't a, draw. It's a real issue, like I can't draw. <laughs> I just can't draw. That's my problem. I can't draw. But yeah, he's like, ah, oh, man. And it's not even like just him. It's like Rolf Harris was at it. You know what I mean? Like so many big names were at it as well. And it's like everyone was just like, oh, yes, but they like young girls, don't they? And, but no one like looked into it. He mm. totally likes young girls. Yeah. You see I mean, like, look, at, like, look at like Gary Glitter. Wait, wait, like, wait, like, where do you guys stand with like the difference separating the person from the art? I think it's like, tough, man. I think it's very, I think it's very. My missus yesterday, uh, back on the kids' conversation, actually, we were talking about them yesterday. Today, we don't want them. She was saying about <laughs> how, um, she was like, I'd never let our kids listen to Michael Jackson. And I was like, Yeah, but he weren't convicted. That's a yeah, really look, good my, impression Michael's well. the only one that yeah, I'll say. I'm never going to let them listen to Michael Jackson. Never. Not even if there's a fire. <laughs> but I was like, but he weren't convicted. But I know he weren't convicted, but yeah. without fire, is there? Yeah, you know what? I With the leaving Nevermind situation, I think that like Who? the whatever it's called, leaving Nevermind. Is that, a, is that the album Nirvana released after? Oh, leaving what? Hang on. He's, think, he's thinking of that. He's thinking of that sequel, the Will Ferrell film, Leaving Megamind. <laughs> oh, it took me so long to get that gag out. It took me so long to get it out. I was cracking. I was no, cracking you... before I got it out. <laughs> you know, leaving uh, Neverland. Sorry to everybody else out there. Um, I don't know how much I like see the Jimmy Savile one. I felt like had a bit more ground to it, but the, the Michael Jackson one, when I watched it, man, I don't know. Like I, I, I still don't even know where I stand on that. I, do, I just, this part of me, Jack, which still doesn't like, it just doesn't believe it still. You, I think you don't want to believe though, isn't it? I remember being uh, 11 years old yeah. and he'd just been, how old was I? Yeah, about 11. And he'd just been cleared. 2005 just being cleared and i was like mom see he didn't do it and then like you get older you go 20 million is a lot of money to pay someone especially a kid who you haven't fucked let's face it let's face it you know what i mean and this this argument of they're only coming after him because he's a powerful man like no they're coming after him because he done something he shouldn't have done Mm. And he I thought think, he could get away with it because of who he is. 
I heard the guy from um, Home Alone recently come out and he's talk about when he used to hang out with Michael and stuff. Joe, and he's like, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's just happened there. Frickety, is, is, frickety, I've, frickety, 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 I've just frickety. beat Tom. I've just beat Tom to the, uh, the gag. Oh, boom. Feels good. Roasted. Yeah. What was Joe Pesci saying about it? No, not Joe Pesci. The other guy, the one who looks like he's... Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) One who looks like he's on on heroin. The one who's just thickly skinny, face bones sticking out. You're over, doppelganger, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, Macaulay Culkin's not my doppelganger, Jack. Please. Yeah, before he got clean. (laughs) I don't know why you even do this podcast with Jack. I don't know either. Usually he's pretty nice to me, but tonight it's just insult after insult. It's gone from like, Ish. you know, I thought you're going to leave me alone after Michael Hutchins, and then you're coming at me calling. Sorry, like, I'll, uh, I'll leave you alone for the for the rest. I'm sorry. I think all the listeners that don't watch the actual podcast are going to be very confused. They're just building this image of what we look like in their heads, and you keep giving them. <laughs> I think Jack is sexy, but maybe he's not. That's what they're all saying. <laughs> maybe he's not. Sounds but, um, like a dick. But he's talking about staying at Michael Jackson's house, Macaulay Culkin, when he's a kid. And he's like, Michael was my friend. I used to hang out with Michael. He would take me to Neverland. And he never tried to do anything with me. And he goes, Michael's bed was huge. And also like bunk beds. So yeah. uh, I don't know, man. The Michael Jackson just... He sounds like a scout leader. Let's be honest about most scout leaders. He just sounds like, like a fucking a man who... Like a kid, really. Michael Jackson just sent to me. sounds like a big kid, not a fucking... Pedophile. I don't, I don't know what you mean, Hamish. You know, Jack, right? When Jack was five, yeah, um, he sort of hadn't developed this sort of uh, animosity towards me at this point. <laughs> and then, um, so he was. Jack was five. Jack was obsessed with Michael Jackson, mm. like obsessed. Hamish, like he used to <laughs> listen to the Billie Jean album all the time. Yeah, you know, like the album cover was Michael. I think sitting on a on a, a chaise chaise lounge with yeah. with a with a, a with a no you spoke French Tom <laughs> on suite with a um, <laughs> with like a tiger pup you know yeah. like a white tiger pup Jack listened to that all the time and on his fifth birthday seventh seven makes it worse seventh on his seventh birthday we we had like a family birthday party at the pub. Mm. Um, because you know we've got Irish blood and that's what we do and um, Jack turned up dressed as Michael Jackson uh, black shoes black trousers um, white socks as well mm-hmm. uh, and he had a, a silver glove <laughs> and, a, and a hat he was Michael Jackson yeah and uh, my dad gave me a bottle of whiskey and said, we're going to talk about the birds and the bees. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I, 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 I was obsessed with Michael Jackson when I was a kid. I'm, like, I always wanted to meet him. And I'm glad I never. Because I was fucking beautiful when I was 10. <laughs> oh, mate. He'd have rode me like one of those rides at Neverland. He would have. He would have. I'm glad he never. But yeah, Michael. Oh, that's one of the, that's one of the hardest ones for me to take. Yeah. It was the Michael Jackson one. <laughs> Did it. Did it. Um, yeah, like I just I just I just can't 
I'm the same, man. I don't want it to be true, but when I watch that, Tom, what did Dave Chappelle say about that special? Uh, I can't remember. I, I've seen, I saw a Dave, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle says, like, I feel like HBO will put baby dicks in my ears for 45 minutes. Yeah, I actually remembered the quote, but I just wanted you to say it. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I saw a Dave Chappelle bit where he came out and he's like, man, those kids, those kids should have thought themselves lucky. It's the king of pop. <laughs> oh, Dave. Man, it's better than your uncle molested you. You know. Dave Chappelle yeah. is yeah. I love him. What's he say? He said, You got fucked by the king of pop. I had awkward Christmases for the rest of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know, man. I just, like he's he's one you just don't wanna I don't know. Every time like I always like when when uh, the Joker film came out, the Joaquin Phoenix one. Uh, thank you everybody for excellent pronunciation there. Yeah, when that came out and they had Gary Glitter's song in it, uh, Rock and Roll Part Two. Yeah, as he's like walking down the stairs and seeing loads of people like complaining like, "Oh, it's wrong, Gary Glitter's song." <laughs> it's a great song. And like, man, how many times a day is Michael Jackson played on the radio? Yeah, and how good is that song too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to excuse what he done, all right. But it's a good banger, song. That song. It's a banger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, you know what is my favorite, like one of my new favorite hobbies, though, is when I do have passengers in my car and we do listen to Michael Jackson songs, is changing the lyrics to, you know, like I was saying to Jack, like, you know, when I listen to um, Black or White, you know, it's now. <laughs> It doesn't matter if you're six or nine. Jesus Christ. Jesus. You need to, you need to move into being a lyricist. Jesus. <laughs> so there's some, some better lyrics than I have. Uh, let's get away off pedophiles. Tom, yeah. tell us about your podcast. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm here. Uh, no, I'm only joking. Uh, yeah, so uh, I've got a new podcast, Hamish. I don't know how much I've told you about it. Uh, so it's called The Unofficial Survival Guide to Show Business. Yeah. And basically the idea with it is um, it's sort of a behind the curtain look um, at the entertainment industries. So music. Are you just going to have an episode about pedophiles as well? No, we're going to stay away from that. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit more family friendly than uh, Monday Night Fever. Uh, So we've got... Most things are. We've got... um, So it's talent and crew from music... Uh, TV, film, theatre, um, lots of different people with different skill sets basically coming on to tell us how they like survived and thrived in, in show business basically. So mm. um, yeah, so we've got um, we've got a director of photography um, who works in film and TV. We've got a um, TV and theatre producer from the UK, a BAFTA winner. Um, we've got a reality TV star um, from the UK and Australia. Um, she's an absolutely huge star. The big one. Yeah. So um, we've got some great guests. So it's um, it's really exciting. Can't can't wait for it to, to to actually now be released. I think it'll be good, man. I think to be honest, like we. So when when we aren't doing Monday Night Fever, every time like we we interview, uh, you know, whether it be like comedians musicians or whatever actors yeah. like 
we always kind of want to know how they're doing it, especially if they're independent, like how how they're how they're achieving what they're achieving. Oh, yeah. And one one Hamish, you think you'll agree with me? One of the main things like we're hearing a lot is just down to like perseverance. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like it's I you know that old thing of like everybody's got talents. But it's the people who are like persistent and just like willpower there to just achieve. And I think, I think you are gonna find a lot of that. But I think, yeah, I think it'll be good for our listeners to go and listen to that anyway. Because you know, like if if you're a musician who listens to this just to have a bit of a laugh from from the <laughs> usual content we put out, and Monday Night Fever is not a place where we often talk about the entertainment industry. We just talk about the negatives of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, no, it'd be a good place for you to go. But, uh, man, I think that's a podcast. Hamish, are you feeling like that's a podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was enjoying this too much to, that I don't want to stop. Today. I know, I know, I know. But we <laughs> How long were you going for? Oh, a while. Uh, this is the longest Monday night fever, yeah. No, and it is Monday night as well, so. It is Monday night. It's Monday <laughs> night fever. But yeah, man, I think I think that'll be cool. And uh we'll we'll have you on again. Not, you know, necessarily well, you can do this again with us if you like it. Eh? Have you enjoyed this with us, Tom? Oh, enjoyed been... shooting the shit. No, it's been great crack. It's been mm. a really good laugh. I do think it's good because we don't have to have another conversation for the rest of the week now. We've got it all out on the table. We we basically don't have to chat about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm really happy. Like Yeah. You know. I just hope I just hope you do find some friends in camera. Well, I do too. That's why I've started the podcast, <laughs> you know, like, so that I'm, I'm hosting the podcast with Cameron Boxall. Like he's a performer from theatre. Shout out Cameron. He's a very, very talented man, Hamish. Such a talented guy. He's like, he does, like, he's a like top tap dancer. He's in a tap group called uh, the Tap Pack. So we're doing it together. So I'm hoping that we can sort of build a little bit of a friendship group for me so mm. I don't have to spend another Christmas alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyone, With a bottle of whiskey. Anyone who's remotely interested in finding out more about like entertainment and stuff, mm. uh, we're on Instagram at the moment, at Showbiz Guides. So have a little look at us. Come and say hello. We'll put all that in anyway in the description. Yeah. Don't worry about us, Tom. We, we know how to sell things. Thanks, mate. Ourselves. Other people. Yeah. Hamish's younger sister when she was born. You got a cat in the tent. We do all kinds of business on here. But yeah, I feel like it's a pod, Hamish. All right, guys. All right. See you next week. Thank you, Tom, for coming oh, on. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Hamish. Thank you so much, guys.